You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark, and the very lovely Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hope you guys are all doing good. We are recording outside today. And um, we're behaving ourselves. Pool. Yeah, we're behaving today. We're outside by the pool. So if you hear a lot of water noise, dogs barking, people yelling at us to shut up, whatever it is, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. It's very exciting today, right, Barb? Because I'm beside myself. <laughs> I'm like so excited. <laughs> we have a guest. And our guest is hypnotherapist. Is that That's how you right. say it? Yeah, hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapist, yeah. hypnotherapist uh, Damien Bertrand. And Damien, I, I think, first of all, welcome to our show. Thank yes. you. Thanks for welcome, having me. Welcome. What a beautiful setting, and you two look wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So do you. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely. It's so nice to see humans, right? <laughs> That's true. Without a doubt. Unreal. People Feels out normal. of sweats. Everybody's wearing jeans, and yeah. you know we're all kind of sort of dressed up. But we met through a mutual friend of ours, um, this uh, French couple that Gilby and I know, and yeah. so does Damien. Barb, you have to meet them because they throw the most outrageous dinner parties. Beautiful parties. Beautiful. beautiful parties. Oh, yeah. And that's how we met. We met Damien um, through our friend Micheline's and Dominique's uh, dinner parties. Yep. One of my favorite things about their dinner parties, not so much, I mean, the food is amazing because they're French. Because they're French, yeah. (laughs) They're French, and he's an amazing (laughs) chef, and he's a foodie, he knows all about everything. So the food is always amazing. So that's a given. Besides the fact that they have like 10 course meals also, when you get there, it's like. Oh, my God. I always leave there just feeling like so stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And then. And like after dinner, it's like then they bring out, they don't just bring out coffee and dessert. Then they bring out a cheese platter, and then they bring out the cognacs, and then they bring yeah. out the, the cigars. <laughs> the cigars, yeah. It's like never ending. It's awesome. But I love yeah. that about um, Europeans is that it's not just like I think like a lot of Americans, you have dinner, and an hour, two hours later, everybody goes home. Yeah. With Europeans, it's an even, it's a whole evening event with them, which yeah. I really love. And you don't mm-hmm. leave there till like one or two o'clock in the morning. No. No, and you just, it's, like you said, the food's so good, the company's so good, yeah. their property's beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's just so much fun to go there. In fact, this whole 2020 COVID thing, I guess, we I haven't seen them all year. I haven't either. Yeah, yeah I've touched bad. base with them a couple times, but I haven't seen them at all. But one of my favorite things about their parties is that they always have the most interesting guests. They always have interesting people to meet, and they never just invite the same crew. Yeah. They always change it up so that everybody gets to kind of know each other, and they sometimes open it up with some kind of a, a, a topic or a conversation, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool to do at dinner parties, and not enough people Without a doubt. do dinner parties anymore, yeah. and, and especially to really get to know other people from their, you know from their social circle to like intermingle everybody. I always think like that's such a gift that she gives everybody because we get to meet other people that we wouldn't have otherwise met. We, I wouldn't have met you otherwise. That's right. Yeah. It's very eclectic. The people she brings there are very eclectic. Yeah. yeah. There's like, we've met like judges and studio executives. You met Damien. Hello. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a pretty interesting group, but it, very cool. So Damien, tell us a little bit about, what you do and then we have like a thousand questions for you. <laughs> okay all right yeah, it's it's always um it, it seems so natural for me what i do being a hypnotherapist working with the subconscious mind but when wow. people ask me the question you know what is it about how does it work 
um, I'm always kind of a little quiet for a moment. I have to think back on it, you know. I, I guess the, the simplest way to explain it is you are both married to very, very talented musicians. Mm-hmm. And their brain works in a certain way that mine does not. Like they can hear a song. Oh, trust an us. Their brain works in ways that ours does not either. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It, it just fascinates me, though, that some people can hear a song, grab an instrument, and just play it. Right. Right. So that their that part of their subconscious mind is so well tuned right. to music, to to beats, to sounds, where mine is absolutely not tuned in that direction. But mine is tuned into working. Uh, uh, to relax a conscious mind and get into the subconscious mind of someone else uh, and help that person better their uh, their understanding of themselves through the subconscious mind. Wow, it's so interesting to me. Are and you d- looking for any mentorships? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm so excited to, like, I'm, like, fanning out because I, this is, like, my world. I live for this. I live for these books. I live for people like you that have those brains because we are with the other brains all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's so interesting to me because I go down a rabbit hole when I start to, when I meet someone like you that does something with the, un, the, the subconscious mind. Cause mm-hmm. it's so fascinating to me. And it's so powerful. Really. You're when people say we use five to 10% of our brains, they really mean the conscious mind. That is the five to ten percent. The ninety percent is the subconscious. It's really like what's what what keeps us together. It's where all the thoughts actually originate from, mm. and then it gets filtered into the conscious mind, and then we speak it or we think it. It's like that movie. Uh, what was that movie? I think was it called Limitless, with uh, uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. takes that drug, and then he's able to retain everything he's ever seen or taken in. Or yeah, and. I, I mean, I always think, I, when I saw that movie, I was like, where is that drug? Because Lord knows I need the help. <laughs> I yeah, know, that I might mean, be scary. Because yeah. I think probably our subconscious protects us sometimes and it hides that, some of that stuff yeah. from us. But It does. It really, really does. Yeah, absolutely. Does it, do, do you think that, um, is, is everybody a good candidate? Like, can anybody, mm-hmm. can you tap into anybody's subconscious or are some people so closed off that you can't? Yeah, it's a great question. So about... About 20% of people are very, very susceptible and can fall into hypnosis naturally oh. and easily. And about the other 80%, it, it's it's a bit more of work. you mm-hmm. got to kind of uh, use a longer process to get them to, to, to get there. It's a little bit like falling asleep at night. Some people fall asleep at night very easily and some people takes time. Mm-hmm. So your mind, I believe, is like a muscle. The more you train it in a certain direction, the better it will get at things. So even if you don't get hypnotized on your first visit, within two or three you would. Wow, yeah. that's so interesting because I always feel like I'm not a good candidate because I don't know that I can switch off very well. Mm-hmm. Even if like I tried doing yoga once and yep. or a few times and I found that I was making my grocery list and my to-do list. <laughs> that's so funny. I don't yeah. know how to relax. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's par- that's part of it, right? If your conscious mind is going really, really fast, yeah. it's going to be a little bit harder for it to relax so you can go into the subconscious mind. Right. But, you know, we fall into this state naturally every single day dozens of times. Have you ever driven from one place to the next and when you got to that place you just thought wow how did i even get here yeah without a doubt right so consciously or physically i should say you're 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 there you're present you're driving but mentally you're elsewhere yeah you're in that state of subconsciousness yeah did you have an epiphany like that you knew that you had the ability to do this or was this something that you practically thought about doing and then ventured out into learning all you could or or are you like more like a psychic where one day you just realized that you had this ability 
it kind of came it kind of came naturally around in my teens i was using the power of positive thinking to 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 better myself in sports to be honest oh, wow. and i was visualizing games hockey games before i played hockey scoring stopping wow. passing the puck i would visualize the game i think i learned this from the olympics i, I heard there was a guy named steve podborski and Steve was a, a famous Canadian downhill skier, an alpine skier, and he won all these different uh, Olympics, all these different medals. And he said that he would always visualize his course before doing the Grand Slalom. He would see himself doing every single move, wow. and that's what gave him an edge. So I thought, well, I'm going to try that. I'm going to see if that actually works, and it really, really, really does. So in my teens, I kind of played around with it a little bit, put it aside for I don't know, 15 years or so. And then later on, I got a master's in clinical hypnotherapy and I learned, I, I was drawn to it and I just started using it in, in my private practice uh, to treat people wow. uh, for all kinds of different things. So That is yeah. so incredible. And, and I found it was so beneficial to help with everything from self-esteem issues to uh, smoking cessation to um, just living an overall better life. Just, again, I really believe in the power of positive thinking, mm -hmm. and I really think that you can change negative-based behavior and negative-based thoughts by changing your thinking. And sometimes hypnotherapy is what's needed to get into someone and really kind of build up their self-esteem, make them see the glass half full rather than half empty. Mm. You know, everything is perspective, and we have the choice and the right to choose our perspective. So I always try to influence with po uh, positive thinking, yeah. I tell my children all the time, I'm like, happiness is a choice. Yeah. You wake up, you choose. I mean, because stuff's yeah. going to happen to us every right. day, yeah. all the time anyway. And I always tell them happiness is an absolute choice. You have to make a conscious choice to be happy. You're absolutely right, Barb. I believe in that for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's it's really true. And I mean, I've we've all kind of at this point in our lives had our own traumas and disappointments and frustrations in our lives. And for me personally, when I went through a really tough time with my business a few years back, I was so devastated by it. But I thought about it and I thought I can either let it ruin me mm -hmm. or I can let it just inspire me. Yeah to m move on and create something new and completely pivot. Yeah. And I'm not going to let it destroy me. Mm -hmm. So it is. I, I also believe that it's a it's a state of mind and it's a conscious decision that you yeah. just kind of make. And you're like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Right. Absolutely. There's a, there's a really fascinating guy I met a few years ago that told me that whatever happens to you is absolutely the most positive, best thing that can happen to you. And I said, you know, that's a big statement because really crappy things can happen to people. Yeah. And he said, it doesn't matter. He said, whatever happens, the universe meant it for it to happen. And you got to look at what, what can I learn from this or what right. can I get out of this? So like mm -hmm. when you're talking about your business, uh, Daniela, like you said, you didn't let it ruin you, right? Yeah. It probably made you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It might have made me a little bit more bitchy, sour, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that side of you. <laughs> and you won't. <laughs> as long as you behave. <laughs> but so, Damien, a lot of what Barb and I talk about is being married to musicians yeah. and being out on the road. And so a lot of the questions that we often get are about addiction and, you know, how do the guys stay sober? How did they get sober? You know, yeah. so does your line of work help with addiction? And I know it does. I'm just asking you for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> uh, it absolutely does. I mean, as a matter of fact, I'm the, I'm the administrative director of Passages Rehab Center here. Oh, wow. 
mm-hmm. in California. So um, I've, I've been pretty uh, delved into addiction and addictions counseling for the last five years. Again, you know, uh, I believe in the underlying issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think if you solve the underlying issues, the addiction will go away. Mm-hmm. I don't think the alcohol is a problem. I don't think that drugs are a problem. I think it's you people abuse those substances because they don't want to deal or they want to numb right. or they don't want to accept certain things. So if we can go a little bit deeper, a little bit further and deal with the underlying issues, whether that's childhood trauma, whether that's a current life situation, whether that's erroneous beliefs, uh, there's a lot of different things. But if you can solve those issues, I think the substance abuse will go away. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you do that through therapy. Okay, and part of the therapy that 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 that's really effective is again the uh, the hypnotherapy because you really want to rebuild the person's subconscious mind and their beliefs from within. If somebody wants to get hypnotherapy, is it? I I wouldn't even know how to find someone like you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the fact that I met you is miraculous in itself. But how does how do people find someone like you that could help them? Can you Google. do it online? <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you can you yeah. counsel? Can you do a therapy session online, or is it always in person? So I I believe that you should never do hypnotherapy online. There's a lot of hypnotherapists that do it, but there can be a lot of issues with that. Mm. So if someone's got got uh, stuck in a state of hypnosis and you're not physically present to get them out of it which rarely happens but it could and and there has been some instances where someone got into a car and drove and they were still somewhat under the power of hypnosis so i just for liability issues and for my personal beliefs i would never do it online there is some hypnotherapists that do practice through zoom and so on um, I think a referral-based system is always best to find a hypnotherapist. Uh, you should interview the hypnotherapist before you work with them. Make sure that you have that synergy and that connection yeah. with them. But uh, there's plenty of good hypnotherapists out there that do good work. Have you ever done anything naughty like hypnotize a girl that fall in love with you? She's going to tell us, Daniela. <laughs> How did I know that question was coming from you? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, no. I plead the fifth? Or yeah. No, no. <laughs> plead the fifth. That's the answer. That's the answer, kids. <laughs> what types of, aside of addiction, what types of things do you treat like that you have the most positive results from is addiction is the primary thing that you currently yeah I would say in the last five years currently addiction is my is my main focus but I again I really believe in 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 using hypnotherapy to just better someone's life again through positive thinking self-esteem rebuilding uh, a sense of oneself so that's what I like to do with hypnotherapy for my clients um, mostly those topics yeah and phobias, I was thinking, you know, because I know so many people that are so afraid to fly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like it's so debilitating. Like, yeah. there's so many places we could be if we were, you know, if you're afraid to fly, it limits your life so much, in my opinion. So I was thinking, like, hypnosis might be really helpful for people that have, like, a fear of flying or heights or... Claustrophobia. Yeah. It, it works for all of those things. It absolutely does. What about yeah. OCD? Absolutely as well. You know, and again with OCD, I want to figure out what the underlying issue is. I mean, is it right. is it a chronic condition or did they develop this over time? Um, again, that's a point of view and it's a choice, right? And right. like hoarding and so on. People have uh, different perspectives. And yes, we have out. hoarders. You so do? we should get them over here right away. Yes, I do for sure. You do? <laughs> Does oh having Lord. a lot of shoe co- shoes constitute you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about us in our beauty closets. I'm talking about okay. our significant other. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of guitar equipment. Mm. In terms of uh, like past life regressions that you do. Yeah. How does that work? 
Great question. I mean, I truly did not believe in past lives. And I had a lot of my clients through my practice ask me to do past life regression on them. And of mm-hmm. course, I'd been trained on, on a process to do it, but I just didn't believe in it. So I'd always say, no, it's not something I do. It's not something I do. And about two years into it, finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to try. And everyone's going to, you know, specifically this person or anyone I do this with is going to come back as a very important, very famous, very, uh, you know, like a a Cleopatra or, or, you know, (laughs) King. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, yes. Major, major, famous, important person, right? And the first uh, past life regression I did would have been about uh, 12, 13 years ago. And, And the woman came back as a very ordinary person in Germany back in the 1500s who had a very tough life, to be honest with you. Um, There was some domestic violence in her life. There was all kinds of uh, history that I thought, why would you ever want to be that person? Why would you come back and say you were that person? I thought it's a fluke. This is a one-off. The next person I do it with is going to come back as Cleopatra (laughs) or Jimi Hendrix or whoever, right? right? No, second person, same thing very normal life actually i think the second person she she had been a prostitute and had had a really again pretty traumatic wow. life of some ups some downs but not not someone you'd want to really be wow. um and so it, it kind of fascinated me and i started doing more and more past life regressions and i focused my career on past life regressions for about about eight years and that's really what i did in my practice was really past life regression wow. based and then in 2014 <clears throat> um Lifetime Network uh, did a show with me on past life regression. And we we interviewed two people per episode, and we did past life regressions with the two people. And we even did research on the people they said they were. And we found tombstones. We found articles from wow. old, yeah, old newspapers. We found, you know, public records of these people. And the whole point of the show was, like, who are you today in this life and who were you in a past life? And does that kind of explain who you are today? Right. And can you now move forward on some of the things that were bothering you in this life by knowing who you were in a past life? Wow, that's so crazy. And so when you put someone, what is it? What's the term? Like you put them under? Or, sure, yeah, under, okay. yeah. So when you put someone under, do they just start to describe who they are to you? And that's yeah. how you find out? Yeah, what's really interesting is with hypnotherapy, I call it an A to B process. So like, Barb, you say, I want to quit smoking. Okay, put you under, and then I'm going to give you the suggestions that you're not going to like cigarettes, you're not going to enjoy cigarettes, that I'm going to give you some, you know, an right. A to B conversation. With past life regression, it's really the opposite. I actually don't say anything to Barb. I actually put her into, a, I, I use a process that, I, that I've, you know, tweaked over the years I guess I'd say and once Barb is under at the right place I'm then going to start asking her what does she see around her can you describe your your surroundings can you describe what you're wearing are you male are you female what's your name what year are you all these different questions and Barb tells me what she sees Wow. That's Can incredible. you put Barb under now? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I think I was a healer in a past life. So I have a, I have very, very, very vivid um, deja vus. And oh. I know that I have. Do you think deja vus my, are, are past life experiences? I do believe that deja, vu, deja vus are, are, are on the same realm. Uh-huh. I really think there's a meaning for them. Um, yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's so right? exciting. Have you noticed it with children? Because I know with my kids, my daughter in particular, my oldest, 100% has been here before. And she would tell my husband and I things so vividly from her past life yeah. that 
there is no doubt in my mind that she had been here probably many times before, but at least once before. Um, do you find that even with your little one or with children? Because they definitely will say or do things that you're like, how could they possibly have known that? There are so many fascinating stories that you can fi- find online of children that, like you said, Barb, they know things they shouldn't know. They can play instruments. They can, they can talk about you know world wars. They can talk about engineering, about things that I mean a three year old should not know, right. four year old should not know. I think what happens with a lot of kids when we go well, first of all, when we're born, I think our our past life slowly leaves us and we fall into our new life. And I think. In our societies, we, we'd rather, well, unfortunately, a lot of people would rather tell children to be quiet and to mm-hmm. not express these things. Right. And, and there's this disbelief that this, it's possible that they had a past life and that they, they have this real knowledge. But if we let them freely speak and we listen to them, we can learn a lot from these children. Yeah, I bet I bet these like little kids that are like piano prodigies were probably Mozart in their past right. life or something. <laughs> Someone like that. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. believe that. Without a so doubt. Crazy, I agree. Right? Uh-huh. For mm-hmm. sure. It's amazing. Yeah. I know this is really a horrible subject, but what about like murderers and like, you know, really bad people that do really bad things? Mm-hmm. Where does that? I always think to myself, what kind of evil is that? Where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah, I stopped watching Dateline for that reason. Right? Oh, my God. I was so addicted to Dateline. But then every time Gilby was on tour, I'd be terrified. And I yeah. would, like, walk around the house, like, spooking myself the whole time. So I stopped. Oh, I know. It's the same thing. That's addictive, though, those yeah, shows, for totally. sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good... I actually don't don't have an answer for that question. Yeah. That's a great question. Have what is, you what ever, does that evil come from? Have you ever done a past life uh, regression that someone was someone really horrible? That yeah. They, Absolutely. In fact, I'll tell you a really interesting one that I did recently. Um, one of the last surviving victims of Ted Bundy. Wow. Um, I, I did a regression with her, a current life regression with oh her, my. so that we could go back to the events that happened with her and Ted, because she had blocked him out for all those years. Wow. And the subconscious did that in a way to protect her. And when I did the regression with her, it was really, really amazing. I mean, she spoke her voice and she also spoke Ted's voice while she was oh, under wow, hypnosis. Oh, that's so crazy. It was, I was, that trips me out. I love that. Wow. I mean, I get spooked by it all, but I live for serial killer everything because I want to know the psychology behind it. Like yeah. what okay, what makes somebody go there? Like yeah. how, it's just fascinating to me. I Especially with serial killers, right? I mean, this is like planned out. This is yes, methodic and this totally. is repetitive. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Wow. What do you have the most success with? Past life regressions. That's really the most success, I would say. Again, it it is my passion. Uh, I really love it. I love to to delve into it. It's just curiosity. I love to find out who people were in a past life. I'd love to find out if you were a healer in a past life. I would love to as well. I'm going to have to uh, make an appointment with you. I'm super excited. Are you able to do any of that for yourself? Like, are you able to know what you are or who you were? No, but I did have a friend in Canada who did a, a regression with me. And I, uh-huh. ca- I came back in, in, in the territory of Montana, that area, uh-huh. uh, in the 1700s. Wow. And I was living, I was living on a farm, and I was a, I was a cattle rancher, and I, I had a horse or horses. And, uh, and it just made a lot of sense to me because I'll tell you, the first time I went to Montana, I felt like I knew the place. Wow, that's so interesting. That's how yeah. I felt with California. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. That's inter- It's really interesting. 
Yeah. Wow. I bet Gilby was like that. I bet Gilby was oh, some for kind sure. of cowboy or something. Cause <laughs> I could see that's that. That's what he's like obsessed with. Or Western. spaghetti Western yeah. actor. <laughs> He's obsessed <laughs> with westerns and and American history, and mm-hmm. he's he's very into all that and geography. So I always think like, cause he goes and he stands up. He we ride, you know, the motorcycles together, yeah, yeah. and he always stands up at the top of a mountain after a ride and stares, and he's like. Now, just imagine, there was no electricity, there was no yeah. plumbing, there was no buildings, you know, and I'm like, you were definitely born in another time, because I, it speaks to him. I could see him, he, and he's so intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, and he's so interested. Yeah. So I could see yeah. him doing yeah. that, for yeah. sure. And he's probably one of the last real gentlemen in the that I know of. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, he's still, like, opens the car door for you, walks you to the front door. If I'm with them, he won't let me get out of the car by myself. He walks me to my car. I'm like, there are no men that do that anymore. He's definitely a throwback for sure. Gilby's an absolute gentleman. Nice. Is that something you can do if women have, are having issues with their husbands and they need to, to get trained a little better? Maybe put them under? <laughs> we'll teach you manners. <laughs> you will obey your wife. I have a question for you. When, so if you were to do someone's past life regression and you discover who they were, mm-hmm. do you then take that into therapy to try and help them with issues that they might be bringing forward to their present life? Absolutely. Is that, that's the yeah. goal? That's the goal, is to really look back on someone's past life and understand, you know, how it affects them today. And, and can we heal certain things because of that? So most of the time we find some very, very important, interesting events that happen in their past life. And we can then use it to, you know, better, better their understanding of them today and, and help them. I always think phobias must be like past life things because people have phobias sometimes that make no sense at all to, you know, and so maybe in your past life, there's significance to that. So I would see, I would see where that would work hand in hand with phobias a lot. Sure. Absolutely. People are going to have some serious phobias of other people going forward from COVID. I I I think think you're going to be very Uh. busy. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to be terrified of each other. Don't we all, we all do have PTSD from it, I think. I, yeah. You know what? It just hit me like about a month ago. Yeah. I was fine last year, generally speaking. But about a month ago, I realized I don't, I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not going to restaurants. I'm not going to the gym. All these little things that we used to take for granted. It's yeah. it's kind of like it's enough's enough now, right? Yeah. Let's well, get back I mean, to I think world. that it really does. I, I think that's one of the things that's really been difficult for everybody is the loss of, 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 socialization mm-hmm. of seeing other human beings you know yeah. and and just being able to be social and and just doing normal things it really a lot of people are dealing with so much depression and loneliness without a doubt it's it's just so sad yeah it really is i would encourage people to do uh, meditations mm-hmm. you know positive based meditations to help them feel better mm-hmm. um, and and it's really meditation is very very close to hypnotherapy I always say it's really? meditation hypnotherapy and then sleep those are sort of the three different levels that your mind will go into so there's plenty of free YouTube meditations um, there's some on my website but I mean if, if you go and look and that can really better your day just take 15 20 minutes to kind of reset yourself yeah, wow. and I think that's important, and we'll do that at the end of the show. We'll give all your information so that people can cool. go on your website and and download your links and listen to all the meditations and stuff that you offer on the on the site. Do you mind if we do a couple questions from our yeah, listeners? Yeah, let's okay. do it. 
So one of our listeners wrote in, her name's Marsha, and she wanted to know, do we accumulate and keep all the character traits and knowledge from our past lives to our present life? Mm, good question. I don't think we do. I think we keep some. And I think, I think the purpose and uh, the uh, reality of coming back multiple times through different eras and uh, through different bodies is so that we can perfect ourselves, perfect our soul. So there's some things we will carry into the next life and some things that we'll leave behind. And for that exact reason, I think at a certain point, um, our soul does get perfected and does not need to come back anymore. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. It actually reminds me of something. It's I, I, I had night terrors. I think oh. I talked to you about this, uh, the last dinner party that we were at or something. Um, I had these night terrors for years for my whole adult life. And it started from when I was a little kid where I would have sleep paralysis. Mm. And then I'd wake up and I would just scream and it just felt like I was getting killed. Mm. And after years and years as an adult, I only just discovered the reason for it. Like about five years ago, it all I was having a conversation with my birth father and my and my my biological father and my mom and I was telling them about these terrors that I was having and they both looked at me and said that is not night terrors it's a memory mm. wow you saw something when you were a kid and that's a memory and then I, I think I talked to you about it I'm not sure who I spoke to about it but they said that that's part that's your brain trying to work through something mm -hmm. and it's, so you're when you're sleeping and your, your subconscious mind keeps bringing this up because mm. you're trying to kind of work through an old memory. Yeah. And, and, and you're not dealing with it in your conscious mind. Right. It's, it's almost repressed to your subconscious yeah. and then it manifests itself that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because once I figured it out, mm -hmm. I haven't had those night terrors again. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that goes back to the underlying issues, right? Mm -hmm. You went back, you figured it out, and it mm -hmm. went away. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I have a quick question before yeah. you get to another one. What about anxiety? Because I'm finding that three of my children have debilitating anxiety. Wow. Um, my husband, I, I mean, every musician I've ever known has it to some extent. His whole band, they all have anxiety to some degree. Okay. I mean, once my husband gets on stage, you would never know that he has anxiety, but he does. He has a general anxiety disorder, and so do three of my children. Does hypnosis work? well for anxiety it absolutely does it absolutely does yeah anxiety manifests itself both physically and also emotionally but you can definitely calm both the physical and emotional anxiety through hypnotherapy that's great to know mm -hmm. and meditation right yep, yeah absolutely yeah the power of meditation is unbelievable you know it, we really are two things we're conscious and we're subconscious right. all right and our subconscious mind never actually goes to rest so when we say we we sleep that, all that means is your conscious mind has gone to rest. But your subconscious is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So getting into that subconscious mind, working on anxiety, is, is really probably the best way to heal anxiety. Wow. That's great to know. Mm -hmm. hmm. Dream interpretation, is that mm -hmm. all part of it also? I'm not an expert on, in dreams, yeah. um, but I think there's a meaning for dreams. Yeah. There definitely is. There's a purpose for every single dream that we have, even if it makes absolutely no sense to us. Right. Um, but, uh, it's always your brain working, right? Right. How about that lady the other day that won, um, I don't know if it was the mega, mega millions or one of the lottery. Her husband had a dream with the numbers 
like 20 years prior and she's played it constantly every single year and she just won like 700 million dollars or something i hope she hung on to him and he got to reap some of those benefits <laughs> i don't or know is he long gone? i don't know but she she's she been playing the same now. numbers forever <laughs> she has a 20 year old hot boyfriend it's feeding it's, her great <laughs> it's pretty cool oh yeah if he wants to call in and give us some numbers we'll <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely okay so we have another question for you rihanna wants to know Past life regression questions. Can you see the afterlife when doing a past life regression? Why do some lives stand out more than others? How can people in hypnotherapy know what they are really seeing as a past life and not just a fantasy? And how do you prevent... Well, she asked a million questions. (laughs) How do you prevent people from applying their own ideas as to what their past life would be when doing past life regression therapy? Mm -hmm. Great questions um, to address the, the, the not the naysayers, but to address the people that have a lot of concerns and questions about is it is it real or is it just fantasy? That's a fantastic question. The, the, the bottom line and the truth is I really there is no right answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe it's real. I do believe it's real. If you ask me scientifically to prove it, I can't. But I do believe it's real. I do believe that our soul comes back many times again through different bodies for, for different purposes. I think one of the... Well, on your show also, I'm sorry to interrupt your thought, but uh, on the show that you did on Lifetime, Mm -hmm. right, um, you actually went back and found some of the facts that people mentioned while they were under. Correct. And and people's names, people's places, times, those all those things were accurate. And we didn't do, we absolutely did not fake anything on that show. In fact, we used all the stories that came out with some really good interesting uh, content mm-hmm. and and provable content so that that is one way to justify it i think you know like i was saying earlier i didn't believe in past life regression at first i didn't believe in any of that i wasn't raised that way but one of the biggest convincers when i started uh, applying past life regression hypnotherapy uh, with my clients was um, one day I had a question. I, I decided I would ask the person that was under, did you choose to come back in this life or were you chosen to come back? Ooh. And the answer was, I was chosen. And this was really fascinating because her mother had gotten pregnant with her in order to save her own life. Um, the, the woman had been really abused very, very badly by her husband at the time. And the moment she got pregnant, the husband stopped abusing her. Oh my goodness! Which wow. allowed her to live. Yeah. Wow! And I thought that was just amazing. And I, it's just things that people would make up. Yeah. If you're putting someone back in in a regression, and they're having a really traumatic, their past life was really traumatic, and they're having a really traumatic moment, how do you comfort them without breaking them from being under hypnosis? Yeah. I've, we've had I've had some clients have like physical reactions, you know, when they were drowning yeah. in a past oh, life, wow. where the, the, it was almost like they were suffocating, um, and we had to kind of work through it with them. Uh, generally, that doesn't happen, but yeah, we, wow. we do get physical reactions. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of tears, there's a lot of things that are emotional during past life regression. Wow, it's just a wonderful experience though, because it's, every client after they've had a past life regression just feels that you know, uh, weight has been taken off their shoulders. Right. You know, they feel so much more healed afterwards, just Mm -hmm. more understanding of Mm -hmm. who they are. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So let's tell everybody your, the name of your website. And also your, you wrote a book called Past Lives, Journeys Revealed. And you can get this on Amazon or? Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. Um, My website's uh, DamianBertrand.com. That's with an I-A-N. So D-A-M-I-A-N, Bertrand.com. 
Um, there's the Twitter and there's the Facebook and all that mm-hmm. stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but I love connecting with with uh, people that are interested in this space, and I'd love to answer any questions that people have. Phil wants to know if people remember <laughs> their past life. Do you record it, or do they remember what they said yeah. while they were under? What's really interesting about hypnotherapy is that if you tell someone that they won't remember the session at all, they won't remember when they come to. But if you tell someone that their mind will be able to recall everything that happened, generally speaking, they do remember. Uh, I do record the sessions, though, so that we can actually work through the whole session okay. with the client afterwards. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, that's That's, that's so it. cool. That's so interesting that you can watch yourself talk about all the stuff that you have no recollection of whatsoever. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Barb and I do a couple segments on our show. That was a Dear Daniela, which is what we just did with the questions. And then Barb usually does a, a bag of tricks, but we've decided this time because we have you as a guest that we're not going to do a bag of tricks. We'll turn the bag of tricks over to you. <laughs> do you have, because we have a lot of men that listen to our show, do you have any like great secret products or anything that you love that you would like to talk Something about? Something you can't live without. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just got for Christmas. Somebody sent me... Uh, somebody bought me the Paul Mitchell tea tree mm-hmm. shampoo, oh, yeah, the tea tree conditioner, uh-huh. all that. It, it just smells so good and it just tingles. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so good to, to it, it sheds your scalp of, of dry um, skin and it exfoliates. It's excellent. She definitely yeah. was a healer in her past life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she I knows live, all this stuff. I have no stomach for anything medical, but I love like holistic things and, you know, yeah. I'm just all about it. Yeah. Have you been hypnotized, Barb? I have not. No? I'm like ready to sign up. All right. I'm we'll, super we'll do excited. It. We'll, we'll definitely do it down the line and then you could talk about it on the show. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> I had a recurring dream from the time I was old enough to speak to for seven years. Every night I had the same dream and it was extremely terrifying. I had this dream that I was walking up with a line of people to a tire with a fire and hung and people would wait online and every time it would get to me I would wake up and I was a little tiny person and I'd tell my mother and I would do everything I could to not go to sleep I mean I must have drove my poor mother nuts Mm -hmm. she's like it's time for bed because the minute I hit the pillow I'm out but I had this recurring dream for seven years and it, it it was so traumatizing to me as a child and I would love to learn what that was like was I you know on a plantation somewhere and and gonna be hung was it you know did I sleep with someone's husband and that's what I probably think I did in England and uh you know I was gonna get you know burned at the stake was I a witch in Salem I don't know but all I know is I had that same dream so I would love to know what you know go back and figure out what we it was do that like a follow-up yeah it'd be yeah. great have you go under because I, I i i highly doubt he's gonna have very much luck with me even, <laughs> if, even if he does get me under all he's gonna hear is air nothing <laughs> 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 going on in here a disco ball <laughs> is a disco ball here. and awesome shoes nothing and bell bottoms here, and Just keep it going <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so funny because i don't know why but uh, Everyone's going to die in this podcast because this is all I ever talk about. But this so reminds me of like time traveling and Outlander. Oh, dear Lord. I knew we were going to get back to that. See, it's always back. You, have you seen that show? I Outlander? haven't seen it. It's I heard a lot about it. This woman time travels and yeah. goes back to this, you know, this other life. And it's, it's actually really interesting. I think you'd find it pretty interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. And it just reminds me of all of this because there's witches that burn at stakes. There's people cheating. There's all this stuff. It's on Netflix, right? I heard good things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. I liked it. And it's very like sexy and romantic too, so 
Mm. There's that part of it. <laughs> Should we ask him our question, our bonus question? Yeah, I love this question. You'll like, you'll love this question that Daniela came up with. Okay, what do you love best about yourself? That's a hard one, right? <laughs> That's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think just being a, a positive thinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that about you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for visiting Damian. with us. This I really, incredible. really appreciate being on your show. It's a wonderful show. It's so much fun. So much. <laughs> it's so light and, and funny. Yeah. And also, just love being out here with you guys. I mean, it's nice yeah. to see thank people. Thank you for coming. Thank you all. And, yeah, and we got lucky today. Yesterday it poured and I it was. Know freezing cold and today it's like beautiful and the sun's out you brought it with you you and your positivity <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> i just brought Thanks. donuts <laughs> <laughs> equally as important absolutely well thank you, thank you so much thank and, you so much um, damien. let's repeat your website one more time damienbertrand.com thank you everybody for listening i hope you had fun with that episode we sure did and if you have any other questions or comments, or products that you want us to review, or look into, or other topics that you want us to talk about, hit us up on our socials. HonestAFshow.com is our website. HonestAFshow, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hit us up. And don't forget to subscribe. And review. Yeah, and review us. Give us five stars. Or don't bother at all. Yeah, actually, don't (laughs) review us unless it is five stars. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here, so we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest-as-fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.